Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Hello Achievers and welcome to the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name's Daniel Wilcox and here with me every week is... Sasha Black! What's up Sasha, how are you doing? I am good, yeah. I, I am very close to moving house, so a little bit chaotic, but yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm not moving house, so things are less chaotic, which yeah. is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Cool. Let's uh, jump straight into something that we've enjoyed this week. Do you have anything particular, or do you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. So I've been listening to a lot of six-figure author this week, which I know you've mentioned a couple of times previously, but it's something that I hadn't yet gotten around to listening to. And uh, I've, I'm familiar with people like Lindsay Broker, um, and but I've never actually listened to much of her other podcasts. And in the, uh, what's the word? In the in a bid to obviously level up and try and get to the six-figure author thing, I figured that's quite a useful podcast to be listening to. So I've been kind of binging on that, going back to the episodes that they've done from the beginning, because I think they've got about 40 or 50 episodes now. Um, and it's fantastic. It's for anyone who's looking to level up um, and look at the actual practicality of particular things like launch strategies and mailing lists and ads and all that good stuff. Um, I've only listened to about three or four episodes, but I'm getting so much information out of them because the really interesting thing that I like is that there are three hosts and forgive me, I'm not going to remember all their names. I'm not going to (laughs) try, but there are three hosts and each of them have a very different situational look at what they're doing, but they're all accomplishing the same things. Joe Lalo, Andrea Pearson, Lindsay Baroka. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) You just say like, set me up, set me up. (laughs) Um, But no, but yeah, because they've all, they're all in slightly different situations in what they're writing, how they're living, what they're doing. It's really interesting to hear such a wide range of angles and how that can contribute to a six-figure author business. Yeah, I also, I really like the podcast as well. And um, I like it because they don't do the basic stuff. Mm. Um, It definitely is a podcast for people who are um, wanting to level up, I suppose. So yeah, I really like it because there are lots of tips. Um, and tricks. The, the one thing I would love them to talk about more is more of the wider strategy marketing stuff, um, mm. just because my books are currently still wide. Um, yeah, I'm always looking for more wide tips. Yeah. My my thing that I am enjoying, um, I, I actually, if I'm perfectly honest, haven't done much of anything other than packing and trying to just get all the work done that I need to get done before I um, pause for a week. Um, But one thing that I do really enjoy that I am going to recommend is a a very popular podcast, but not one in our niche. So the Smart Passive Income podcast by Pat Flynn is um, more of an entrepreneur and business podcast. Um, I think he's got like 500 episodes or something. I don't know. It's a lot of bloody episodes anyway. Um, And I really like it because it is looking at 
being a business owner as a whole. You, there are often, I think Mark Dawson was on there once, so they definitely do talk about writing because Pat has written books. Um, but it is about running a business and entrepreneurship as a whole. And there are lots of tools, like people come on who have uh, created software and there are systems that you can put in place. And yeah, it is, it is, he, you know, they talk about, you know, marketing and they talk about mailing lists and things like this, but in the context of running a business. So I am, and, and one of the things that I'm trying to do with the Rebel Author podcast is go wider than just creative it, creators in terms of writers because I think there are lots of lessons we can learn from other businesses that we that can make us as creators and as indie authors much more effective and more efficient mm-hmm. so yeah I really like the smart passive income uh, podcast because also the whole concept of passive income is I mean I obsess over that that oh, is yeah. my whole ethos so yeah I, I love it that's my cool thing my thing oh. that I've enjoyed the idea of making what you need a base level through <clears throat> passive income is just something to, to aim for. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Weekly confessional. How has your week been and have you accomplished what you said you were going to accomplish, which was to rest? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> um, okay. So like, how do you define rest? <laughs> Shit. <Don't... laughs> the fear in your face then. Okay. Let's, I... let's process this. I... Yeah, okay. So let's unpack it a little. <laughs> so what 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 um what, what classes is rest? Did I didn't I also say I was going to um get some of my class decks done for my course? Potentially, I think the key one was rest. Was it though? Was it? Was it? Was it really? Was it? Are you, was are it? you trying to deflect right now? Uh, is... So, I mean... <laughs> oh, shit. I'll go back so and check. I'm pretty sure it was rest. Mm. What counts as rest for you? Reading counts as rest for me. Um, definitely. And I definitely did do more of that this week. So maybe that does count. So I finished your book for a start. Thank you. Um, and I sat for at least an hour in the sun finishing your book. So that definitely counts as rest. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I do feel a bit better because I also then, um, what was the <laughs> other book I read? I then finished, I'm sure I, oh no, I was reading Content 10X, which is another book. that. I, so I read another chunk of that and then I've been doing a great group read this week as well yeah so I did do a bit of that and I definitely didn't work one night so I it it was it's a bit of a piss poor effort but I definitely did a bit of resting Mm. one uh, one pro tip one pro tip if people want to find a really good way to write the description of how people look when they go through a kaleidoscope of emotions then definitely just skip back onto the YouTube channel and just watch every single emotion pass through Sasha's face (laughs) that is so funny that was so intense because part, that- part of me was like, I'm sure she did rest this week. And the other part's going, give her a forfeit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a pull, isn't it? Right? You just, I'm so conflicted. What, do I want to have uh, yeah, achieved or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are awful people. We are. I'll, uh, I'll rescue you from that one. Yeah, I think that probably Thanks. counts as rest. So okay. and the fact you're moving this week, I don't think you need a forfeit on top of that. Uh, <laughs> my Mine was to start actioning my launch plan, which I've done. Um, Obviously not the whole thing because it goes in step by steps, but um, I've 
basically put the wheels in motion to uh, line up some interviews so I can go on and start talking about the book and promoting it. Um, I've started looking at a social media campaign. Um, I'm sorting out competitions, which I can run um, and just reaching out to people to help promote basically. Um, I've also one exciting thing that actually isn't to do with that specifically is I'm looking at a hardback version of the book, which I'm, yeah, it, it's sexy because I'm doing an alternate cover for the hardback, which I'll be releasing soon. So I'm not going to say too much about that, but I'm very, very excited for that. Um, I am but, also very excited for that. Yeah. Apart from the fact you have to pay for it for Ingram, but uh, I understand uh, that's how it is. Are you not a member of Ally? Because if you're a member of Ally, you don't pay for any uploads via Ingram. Well, we'll talk after the show. <laughs> 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 uh, weekly personal update. Sasha, tell us all about what's been going on. Okay, well, I fucking smashed this week because um, I launched. So I launched my book since the last time we recorded. I want to get like a rocket taking off sound effect. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, or like Hulk smash. That's possibly more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I did my launch. It was ridiculously successful, I would say. Um, definitely my biggest launch, my biggest sales month, my biggest everything, everything. Um, and yeah, so that was fantastic. And then, um, I finished, I finished, um, my next book, which, which is really crazy for me because like normally I fall into this really huge funk after a launch and I did a little bit. I had a couple of days of that, which was probably the enforced rest. Yeah. You're allowed to, you know, it's like running a marathon. If you don't, no matter what you do you've achieved a goal and so therefore you crash and burn a little bit um yes that's right because I didn't do anything over the weekend I did rest I did really Um, it was effective yeah and um yeah but I am under a serious amount of time pressure and um so I had to just get the next book done so I did it's only short as well which is good but it's a collaboration one and I do have a deadline so I had to get it done so so yeah so I finished that and I also managed to get another uh, module for my course deck done and I sort of agreed to do a webinar um with a fairly big uh, well-known thing in the industry which I'm not going to talk about just yet um, at the beginning of September so now I have to have the course done um, by then <laughs> so uh, yeah I have to do that so yeah pile on the pressure I know and I've also got lo- loads of people asking me for the audiobook for prose which um, I really want to deliver and I'm really excited to do uh, but also I have to move house so mm-hmm. that has to happen first so yeah it's been a, it's been a big week yeah it. well done yeah how about Thanks. you uh yeah my so my week has basically been um catching up on client work uh i had some exciting news in that i've officially launched my um horror publishing brand i say officially Yay! launched it's very very quietly launched at the minute because i've basically handed the url to a few friends yesterday and started sort of leaking the word out to certain people because what i decided to do this week based off of the last couple of conversations we've had in which basically um, I've been a pussy and need to man up and start doing stuff. Um, <laughs> did I say that though? Did I, not did not I... explicitly. I can, I can read it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what I've decided to do is uh, I've basically bought a really, really sexy cover and I've started putting uh, an anthology together. So anyone who wants to contribute to a horror anthology, um, I've set it up. That's going to be one of the first collaborative projects that runs through my company, which exclusive Devil's Rock Publishing. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of set up and I'll be posting out and advertising about that. I've already had one inquiry somehow 
on on the publication, even though it's only gone to a few of my closest sort of writer friends. Um, and yeah, it's just I, I think it's exciting because I'm at the point where that's all going to start going public. I I'm usually a person who likes to have everything stacked and ready to go, but I'm very much running this by a bootstrap, just get this off the ground, take it as it comes um, method. Because at the minute the website's live and it's got two works in progress on there. It's not like I've got a stack of books behind my name. Mm. But as time goes on, I can see that filling up. I can see tweaking the website, populating it different things, finding new ways to promote and whatnot. But it's it's step one and that's been taken. So um, that's been been my week. And halfway through edits of the first episode of When Winter Comes, and I'll be looking at when to actually launch that soon. So congratulations. Very yeah. pleased that you and, finally took the plunge with Devil's Rock. Yeah. And for anyone who's watching on the YouTube, the logo is currently on my hoodie because I'm that invested, I've created a uniform. Very sexy logo. Because <laughs> I'm a dork. It's, yeah, it's a fantastic <laughs> logo. Um, courtesy of Meg Cowley, and uh, I'm going to forget the, the name. I'll get the URL. It's Fantasy Book Cover. Epic Fantasy Cover. Epic book fantasy cover, cover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll get the URL for people. But yeah, absolutely fantastic logo. So thanks, Meg. Um, before we dive into this week's question, last week we asked everyone, what is your best marketing skill, and how can you do more with it? So Meg said, my best marketing skill is authenticity. Making a genuine connection with readers has honestly been the best thing I've ever worked towards. It makes me more invested in providing them with the best books I can. And in turn, it makes them more invested in my stories and myself personally too. I couldn't agree more with that. I think Mm -hmm. there is, um, and, and so funny that she says this because I think that is the issue that I'm having with fiction because I, um, wrote the young adult series in in the tone and voice that young adults should be and I don't think I necessarily marry with that and so there's definitely some issues and I think that's why I'm struggling so much with um yeah with it yeah and perhaps that was just a realization I just had right this second um, <laughs> but yeah you know that's rough, but you know I find it so easy to vomit out the non-fiction because it is so utterly me and and written people always say I can hear you mm-hmm. in the work it, because it's in your voice yeah. and I need to create that but in fiction but anyway yeah I think that's fantastic and, and very wise to to be uh, that way with your readers as well okay so um, sorry, you can hear all the clicking here. Next comment uh, was writer Dan Soul, uh, probably writing my next book. That's his best marketing skill. Uh, so that's what he's currently doing. I only have one novel out and a second due out in the next fortnight and should finish the next one in two weeks time. I need to sell the product first. And absolutely, I think anybody's best marketing skill is just to get uh, the next book out. Um <clears throat> HB Lyons said, I'm really struggling with this one. Like you, Sasha, I struggle to give myself credit for my skills. I think my strength is in my empathy. So if I can figure out how to double down on that and use it in my marketing, then that would be great. And I also added to her, yeah, that I also think she is a master at organization, structure and planning and uh, a bit of a boujo queen as well. Mm -hmm. So yes. Oh, and sorry, we do have... um, Another another comment from Lorne Oliver, author. I hope that's I think that's how you say it. Um, wish I knew what mine was. My newest release was last Saturday. Uh, pre-sale was good, but the spinning wheels ever since. Well, I think you know 
when <clears throat> I think it takes some time to learn what your best marketing skills are anyway in this career and and again you know like me I think it takes a while to work out where your your fiction it sits where your skills are where your yeah where your values lie so you know enjoy enjoy the process enjoy the journey it takes a while to discover as well I think because you have to you have to embed yourself in everything to know what it is you're good at and what you need to work on and I think a lot of that comes with time I think it's easier probably for people like us to answer that question because we've been doing this a while. So we know mm-hmm. where we sort of, where our skills do lend towards, but it takes time, it takes time to learn. Um, but no, thank Absolutely. you. Everyone for, yeah. Thank you everyone for sending those comments in this week's question. Oh shit. <laughs> Why do I always get so scared? Like okay. I, I literally, it's like a little bit of fear every week. This is like, this is, yeah. So I'll stop talking now. So <laughs> <laughs> what you need a little bit of fear. Okay. So yeah. my question is, we are currently in June of 2020. Uh, I don't know where the hell the first part of the year has gone, but it's absolutely flown by. Um, my question to you is, as we close in on the second half of this year, what are your top three priorities for the second half of 2020? Uh, How do you want to finish this year and where do you see yourself in January? And I'm only allowed to choose three. Mm-hmm. That's really hard. So somebody asked me yesterday <laughs> what I was going to do for the rest of the year. I wonder if I can be really sly with this and answer three, but slide in loads more things. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, I mean, in one way, it's a very easy question to answer because I could say, well, I want to continue growing my nonfiction uh, products. I want to continue growing my fiction products and I want to increase my income. So in one respect, I'm very, very clear. Um, you know, those are my overarching goals. You know, my business is two-pronged in a, in a way and therefore it's very easy to identify what um what my overarching or my driving goals are so i know my direction i know my driving goals if you're asking me about the priorities in terms of what i actually get finished i will finish more than three things uh, by the end of this year so i think it's an unfair ask to ask me to only give you three things so for example um i just finished a collaboration book um and I will finish another one before the end of the book so that almost take uh, before the end of the book before the end of the month so that almost takes my, one of them away which I'm not going to allow you to do because there's still six months of the year um <clears throat> okay so I'm going to tell you in an ideal world what I would like to have done by the end of the year mm-hmm. so um on the fiction side no on the non-fiction side I will have um released two books that's the not collaboration project. I will have released my first course, the Anatomy of Prose course. I will have finished recording, editing, and have put into the ACX system the first audiobook, which will be the Anatomy of Prose. Whether or not that gets released is down to ACX. I know they've had month, weeks and weeks of delay. So my concern is to get it into the system. I, I can't control whether or not it gets published after that. So my concern is to get that um, done. 
I would say those are my black and white. So I have to have had those done. I would like to think I would also get, I've got a very short nonfiction book that I already have the cover for that wouldn't actually take a lot of time to write, but it's definitely not my priority. So that's why I'm not going to add it to this list. For the fiction, I absolutely must get Trey published and, and it is the next thing I need to work on. Um, I've got an exclusive uh, type uh, epilogue type thing that I need to get done which is only tiny so it doesn't really count I feel like it counts for half a thing because it's only going to be like 3,000 words it's like a day's work I just need to get it done um, and then after that it's a really hard one to answer because I have a prequel cover and I also have the scent of death I think the scent of death will get written I would love to see myself at the end of this year having a draft of that um I, I'm not naive enough to think it'll be published it won't be but I would like most of a draft or a draft if possible so um I would say those are my three priorities for fiction um yeah yeah I would say those are my my priorities for the fiction hey look at me I'm doing three for each one of my three oh, oh, yeah. it's like nine things I'm totally cheating <laughs> but it's fine and then for making money I would say I've got I've got to move my mailing list and focus on my mailing list which will involve um redoing my autoresponders uh up, up, updating my freebies that I have that kind of stuff so that there's a mailing list task here and then, um, can, so there's some AMS ads work. So I currently think I have 600 ads running across um, uh, 300 in the UK, 300 in America, I think. Um, but, you know, they're not, I don't really analyze the data in the way that I should. And Mark's just updated his course. So I'm going to take his course again um, and see if I can do some better stuff there. Um, and, um, I don't know whether to wrap into that. Um, so I would say advertising because I need to then do some advertising with the, uh, fiction as well. And I, I can't decide, I think I'm actually going to try BookBub and try and crack BookBub. Um, and because I'm wide and I just think I will... I, I just have a feeling that that's where I should try and focus my advertising spend for the fiction rather than Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so probably advertising. I don't know that I have a third priority for increasing income. Possibly some editing if I need to, but I hope I don't need to do editing. Yeah, yeah, I would say they're my priorities. I feel quite clear and quite happy about them as well. Makes I feel fun. like they're achievable. Yeah. Definitely a lot more than, than three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You didn't breathe. You got to be able to stick to three. Oh, my God. Okay, what are your top three? three? Well, here's write, my 15. Write more books. Write more books. Publish some products. Do some ads. Boom. Okay. Well, your turn. We'll, we'll let you get away with that. Um, <laughs> So I, I didn't give myself the advantage of actually thinking about this in advance, but I think um, <laughs> I didn't because, I, you know, life. Um, <laughs> but I think number one, obviously, Devil's Rock uh, is 
launch quote. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do a strong launch for it or not, or whether I'm just going to let it roll as it is and let the books do the talking for, for the company itself. Number one, I will be working with an author by the end of this year. That's not anything set up yet. That's just something that I, I'd like to commit to. Um, I would like to have that author have at least a work published, which obviously within six months, it'll, it'll depend who, who I end up working with. But um, if this uh, serialization method works, then it could be a fantastic way just to like create short books that you can then stack up and really start to drill people into a series and make money with it without having to wait, you know, months for people to write 150, 200,000 words. Um, so that's number one. I will be working with an author. Um, I will wrap up when winter comes as a whole series. Uh, I have released that and box set it and everything else, but by the end of this year and be at least into a second serial if the first one is as successful as I hope that it is, or I hope I can make it. Um, and then the, the third one, which is kind of reliant on the other two really is um, I'd like to be in a position where I can drop my client work. So and it's, it's a, it's a tall order. Uh, but obviously if you commit and you push and turn the wheel so that they start happening, that's, that's kind of where I'd like to be, but We'll see. So yeah, I'd like to be working with an author and be at the point where they have published something or they're close to publishing something. And we've got those that are working down the pipeline. Um, I've already forgot myself. I'll fin uh, finish when winter comes and be into a second serial and hopefully be at a position in which I can cut off the, the client work. I think the third, the third one's probably less likely, but not impossible. Um, and I will add a fourth as you've added, you know, 300, um, which will be, uh, I would like to have a second nonfiction out by the end of the year oh, as well. Oh, yeah, you would. Yeah. Oh, so, you have so got the bug. Well, the, the thing is, and I've mentioned this before, I, it, it might not even be the same for the second book, but I, I felt it was such a different experience writing nonfiction because fiction is heavy. You have to create a world. You have to have everything stored that you're, that you've, you know, said eight chapters back about someone's background. You've got to look ahead at where it's all going to end or the wrap or it wraps in nonfiction. I mean, I've done copywriting and I've done sort of bits and pieces in the past, nothing to the, the size that I did with a collaboration for authors, but it was just, it was just the whole thing was like, I did my fiction in the morning and then I just had energy in the afternoon to write nonfiction. And there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of resistance there. So I don't know. It'll be, it'll be nice to, to have something else in the bank um, because as a wise woman once told me, the non-fictions feed each other. So it's useful to have more than one. Yeah. And I have to say that is never tr truer than in a launch because not only did I see obviously a lot of sales for the anatomy of prose, I then saw a shitload of sales for all of my other non-fiction books. Nice. And, and, it, and it sort of set the fire in me a little bit because I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot how good launches were, and I really <laughs> need to publish some more books. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have never been more fired up to get some effective, efficient systems in place to ensure that I write daily 
I don't give a shit what I'm writing on, but I mm-hmm. need to be writing something daily. And and I am limited a little bit whilst um, Atlas is still off school. Uh, but come September, I will not be fucking about and I will be expecting everybody to hold me to account for that. Nice. Um, yeah. And it does, a lot of it comes down to, down to stacking. I'm guessing you didn't quite see that, that boom with your first launch. And then with your second launch, it stacks. And then your third launch, it stacks. Um, because pretty much everything I've been listening to this week from, you know, six figure author to a bunch of other podcasts I've been listening to a lot of the money comes from in fiction series. If you really want to like not make the easy money, but that's the more tried and tried and tested route. Um, and obviously with nonfiction, the more products you have, the more people buy into you as a trust and, and use you again for, to solve different problems. So, yeah. And, and I really, it was, it was another level of launch this time. And I think that I'm is so partly because, oh, thank you. I think it's partly just because, you know, it's been, it's, I'm another year into this. I'm another year into building a reputation and another year into in being on podcasts and interviewing and just being in the community and stuff. And obviously my audience is bigger. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I, I understand why the only way to win this game is to stay the course and to keep writing and keep publishing. And that's also a little bit why I really want to focus on the fiction. And I, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm not going to go into that right now, but anyway, <laughs> yes, I was just whole, about to open a whole can of worms there. But no, I'm not going to do that. Um, I wanted to ask you something about something that you'd said, but never mind, it's gone. It might come I'll back. end up, yeah, I'll end up, re-listening and then being like that's yeah. what i wanted to ask it's also uh, um, part of what you said has also uh, made me <laughs> want to ask my uh, my tough question at some point soon oh shit it's, no it's not a tough question it's just a real thinker so i'll uh, Is it? We'll, we'll wait oh, for that one um, such a tease oh, i know <laughs> <laughs> fantastic so how are we leveling up our author business this week um i that's really hard for me because um, I am moving house. Yeah. And as we record, I am moving, what day is it? Friday. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I have four days left. So the way I will level up my business is to ensure that I have completed all the tasks I need to complete um, before I go on a week's holiday, uh, which involve m- making sure I've rounded off things from my launch uh, you know, emailing, reminding street team people to leave reviews, stuff like that. Um, and I think I will add in setting up my new office. Hey. Although I don't know if I don't, I doubt it will be done by the next time you record because the way we have to strip wallpaper and paint and have new carpets and stuff. But yeah, move into my new office. What about That's you? Uh, so my priority this week is going to be looking at the launch plan for when winter comes. So I'm going to keep cracking away with collaboration as you know, that's, that's coming up anyway. Uh, and sort all that stuff out. I am going to keep editing when winter comes, but I I'd like to put an actual date on the first release and start pushing towards um, what will be the, the launch strategy for that, because I'm still looking at just how rapid I rapid release the first three episodes. Um yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. It's, I'll, I'll put the dates together and start looking at the actual launch of it. Cool. What did I just say? I was going to do I completely got back. <laughs> move into your office. That's it. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to move house. But you can... Take the pressure off. It's okay this week. You're moving yeah. fucking house. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Okay, so okay. audience question of the week is, what are your top three priorities for the second half of 2020? And we'll see you next time. So, see you next time. He's a clean up ending. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye everyone. Thanks. Bye. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become next level authors. authors.